0: the following story has been brought to you by stories to two stories one simple story happened here in lakewood a fellow went through a toll booth now you can pay by some of the toll booths right if you don't have your easy pass or whatever it is and he paid and she gave him change the toll booth, the woman to collect the tolls gave him change and he realized later that she gave him a 20 instead of a 10. now he's got 10 extra dollars so what do most of us say hey it's her fault so the next time he traveled on the garden state parkway he went to the cash tolls, even though this time yetis Easy passed. And he said, listen, last time that I was here, I got overcharged, I want to pay back. And the toll collector looks at him and says to him, this is the second time this month that one of you types of people did this. You're a different breed. What a kid of Shashem. And what honesty, and what truthfulness. And what amuna and bitachon to understand that the Rebellion Shalom runs the world. And then here's a crazy off-the-chart story about a family from Warsaw. There was a family from Warsaw in the 1930s. They were refugees and they were forced to flee to Belgium, which was much safer at that period of time. I saw the story written by a grandchild of the person that the story happened to. He says when his grandfather came to Belgium, they were struggling terribly financially. He couldn't find a job. He didn't speak the language. It was really difficult. And they were literally struggling to find bread to put in their mouth. He says when his, when, when, when his grandfather, when his father was born that day, his grandfather was so distraught he had no money to buy food for his for his wife who just had a, his Kippa wife who just had a baby and if she doesn't have proper nutrition how is the baby going to be taken care of he was so distraught he walked around the city he was in maybe it was in Antwerp i'm not sure where it was exactly and he just wandering rebounds you have to help a poor person and he sat down on a park bench and it, for some reason he stretched he put his hand under the park bench and he realized that there was a pouch a velvet pouch right underneath the park bench. And he picked it up and it was full with 50 and 100 little tiny, amazing, brilliant diamonds. Enough to keep him for many months and maybe even many years. There was no simon. There was no identifying sign. The chances were it wasn't dropped by another Jewish person. His Yetzirah said to him, you were just david to Rebbein and asking him for help. And he gives you this. Wow. Hashem responded. Before we even have a chance to call out to the Rebbein he provides the solution and the salvation. Keep it. It's a gift from Hashem for you and for your family. As type said to him, not true. Who knows who it is? There's someone out there that clearly is experiencing a substantial loss. They must have dropped it. Try to find him. Anyways, he did his investigation and he embarked upon a path to try to find the owner and eventually he identified the owner. Who was the owner? He was a non-Jewish diamond merchant who lived in Belgium. The non-Jewish diamond merchant was blown away. When speaking to this refugee, he realized that he doesn't have a job. He realized that he was poverty struck and he didn't take it and he gave it back. The first thing he did is he said, I'm getting you a job. A person like you needs to be supported. And he got him a job as a diamond cutter. And that's how he supported his family respectfully and things took a turn for the better. But when Belgium was invaded by the Nazis. And this fellow was in Sakanas nafashas. He was going to be deported and sent to Auschwitz and killed. This non-Jewish person saved him and his entire family, got them out of the country eventually. And because of this, the grandchild was able to say over the story, and today there's children and grandchildren, because of one act of honesty and integrity. When you have a munah that Hashem will provide, and that's coupled with chesed, but it's also coupled with honesty and integrity, you get longevity your children get longevity, and your family continues to flourish. And let's take a very hard look at our own lives. What level of bitachon do we have when it comes to finances? In other areas, we do have bitachon, we do trust. But when it comes to finances, is there a loan, the quarterback, or are we? And once we take a look at those, that level of Amunah and we strengthen it, it will no longer be an sign. It won't be a challenge for us. It won't be a test to perhaps do things that are not so honest have a little bit of a lack of integrity. On the contrary, we'll up our game and the Rebbe Shulim will give us tremendous Hatzlacha and the Jewish community will be safe, will be secure, will continue to thrive. Wishing each and every one of you a beautiful upcoming Shabbos. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend.